Hi, in this episode of IB Matters, we're talking to IB Diploma students about their CAS experiences. CAS, or Creativity, Activity, and Service, is a required part of completing the IB Diploma, and these four students share their work and how it has helped them become more well-rounded students and people. We also take a few minutes to hear from their Diploma Coordinator, Ashley Brown, to better understand why CAS is a core component of the IB Diploma program. Welcome to IB Matters, a podcast for those who currently teach, lead, attend, or are interested in international baccalaureate IB schools. Hi folks, we're here at Champlain Park High School in the northern suburbs of uh, the Twin Cities in Minnesota, and we're here today with a couple of students, Evan Whipple and Jinx Taylor, and they are students, they are seniors at Champlain Park High School, which is an IB school. And they are going to talk to us today about CAS. And so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. And then we're going to uh, hear more about what CAS is. In fact, they're going to explain it to us as well. So let's start with Evan. Uh, Evan, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, talk a little bit about maybe what your plans are for after high school. Yeah, my name is Evan Whipple. I'm a senior at Champlain Park, and I am planning to attend the University of Minnesota Duluth for chemical engineering. Chemical engineering, excellent. And for those of you around the world listening, UM, uh, University of Minnesota Duluth is about uh, three hours, two and a half, three hours north of where we're sitting. It's on Lake Superior, the shores of Lake Superior. Uh, and Jinx, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Jinx Taylor. I am also a senior here, and I plan to go to Howard University to major in psychology. Excellent, excellent. And as we were talking earlier, Jinx, you did a beautiful job of explaining what CAS is. Do you want to tell us, first of all, what the three words stand for, and then maybe a little bit about each one? Yeah, of course. So CAS stands for Creativity, Activity, and Service. IB really wants us to be well-rounded people, so we have us do something in the creative nature. For example, I did knitting as one, and I believe Evan said that he did cooking as one of his. For activity, we also want us to be very physical people. So anything from like sports to taking walks, really just trying to get active with your body. And for service, we want to be active members within our community. So doing anything that can help out anyone. Anything from well-known organizations like Feed My Starving Children to picking up trash in the park. Nice. And so uh, for those of you that are not familiar with the diploma program, this uh, CAS, which is an acronym, as we heard, uh, is part of the core. It, it is part of the core that includes the theory of knowledge, the TOK course, and the extended essay that's required of diploma students. And this part of it, um, maybe, uh, Evan, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the things that you did to uh, address each of the three areas of CAS? Yeah, so for creativity, as Jink said, I one of the things that I did is cooking, and the other would be sewing. I'm learn- currently learning to sew. And for activity, I am a two-sport athlete here at Champlain Park in hockey and baseball. And then for service, last year I helped volunteer uh, as a coach on one of the youth hockey teams. And then this year I am planning to help out one of the Indian Ed Advisors at, at a local elementary school as I am a Native American here at Champlain Park. Oh, nice. So uh, tell us more about that experience with the elementary school. Yeah, that is one that I am hoping to do third try, but I'm definitely looking forward to it as being Native American has also been a big part of who I am today. And it's helped shape me into helping me 
want to pursue the IB diploma program because it's given me the drive to succeed in academics. Mm. Yeah, and that's something that I think in the continuum of of, uh, of uh, action and service that is part of IB and all programs, it's one of the things we see even in the projects area of MYP that uh, students own engagement in their you know learning more about themselves and also learning about their own personal cultures and backgrounds. It often plays a role in, in doing these things that they do. Um, uh, Jinx, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you chose some of the things you're, you're doing? Yeah, so for knitting, I took it up as a hobby back in freshman year, just as something to get me through the pandemic type of thing. And I ended up really falling in love with it, it being a very calming activity. And there was this new stitch that I had really wanted to try, but just couldn't push myself to do as a kind of like, oh, what if it fails type of thing. But with IB, I was able to be like, well, why not just try it? Why not see how it goes? So that's how I ended up picking that as one of my creativity cast assessments. So one of the, uh, uh, thank you for that, by the way. So one of the things that uh, is part of the CAS requirement is that you do a CAS project. Uh, first, maybe uh, you want to, um, Evan, tell us a little bit about what is the project? How is it different from the so-called CAS experiences? Yeah, so the CAS project is a project that takes at least four weeks to complete, and it's something that can that needs to fall under two of the CAS requirements in either creativity activity or service and it needs to fulfill at least two of them to count for your cast project okay and and so it takes at least four weeks so it mm-hmm. sounds like a bigger thing uh, uh, is this something that you have to plan or do you do it with other people um how do you how do you actually approach that and have you done yours yet yeah i have completed mine mine took a lot of more planning than i originally anticipated Common. yeah yeah and um the cast project it takes I did not do mine with other people, but I believe that you can. I don't know about doing it with diploma, other diploma candidates, but it has to be like some. It has to be something that you pursue. Okay, and it's collaborative in some way with, yes. with other people. Sure. And did you head up your your particular? Yes, I I did already do my cast project. I did a uh, I campaigned for an orange shirt day here at Champlain Park and orange shirt day is about raising awareness for native american children that went to boarding schools and helping remember them and recognize the atrocities of boarding schools it's a very important very important project that's it's interesting um i'll get to i want to hear more about what you learned from that experience Mm -hmm. but uh, jinx why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience with the project if you've done it yeah i'm currently in the process of doing my cast project i am working to get our elementary schoolers over to the high school to watch our one-act play this year as it is a children's production, as well as the fact that the interest in the performing arts has drastically tanked since the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I was trying or hoping to like inspire them to go out and see these live performances more than just staying at home on a screen as we had been for many years Mm -hmm. it's the original streaming experience actually watch (laughs) it happen live right right um yeah jinx was telling me uh before we were recording that she's involved and interested in theater and participating in theater here at the school and so it's a great example of taking something you enjoy and hoping that you can spread the the uh, uh joy to others as well that's that's wonderful um 
as we think about these projects and you're you're working on your still maybe we can go back to yours evan and and tell us a little bit about how that um affected you to to go back to talk about uh uh the boarding schools and the you know the the uh, awful history of the way in which boarding schools were implemented in here in the united states yeah so taking ib english last year we started and in tok we actually looked at a piece by jonathan thunder uh artists from duluth that is actually from my reservation, which is Red Lake in northern Minnesota. And it made me realize that I wanted to address something that related to Native Americans. And it was that was something that became very important to me. And after after that time, oh, after the summer, I realized that how important this was to me. And actually, my extended essay is also about Native American boarding schools. So that steered me in the direction that Orange Shirt Day was the project that I wanted to partake in. That's wonderful. Maybe after we're uh, done recording today, you can give me a, a link so people can find mm-hmm. it. Because whenever we produce one of these podcasts, we always have notes, and uh, our listeners from around the world can maybe check into it. And mm-hmm. if you have any resources there, that would be great for yeah. us to to be able to share. Um, so the, you mentioned a little bit about the connection. In fact, you've done a nice job of connecting other parts of the IB core, like mm-hmm. your your extended essay to this, and you learned some of this in the TOK. Nice connection between those things. Uh, Jinx, you want to talk a little bit about how you feel CAS has has connected you or connected with your IB experience, maybe the classes or other places where you've connected your CAS work? Yeah, I will say mine doesn't connect as well as Evans as he was very focused on a specific topic where I have delved into many different topics. However, specifically in the theory of knowledge class, also known as TOK, we went and analyzed many different things, many different ways of thinking Mm -hmm. even. So being able to have those different mindsets to go into the different projects, to go into the different classes, I'd say it was a very helpful class to be able to wrap your mind around all the different things in our world that IB is trying to prepare us for. Mm -hmm. Is there a series, or is there, are there things, or reflections that you do on completion of these activities uh, where you kind of talk about uh, what you learned from the experiences or how connected you to other things? Are there requirements in that area? Yeah, so for our CAS experiences, we do do a form that says what we did with evidence that we did do it, as well as a small reflection on how we partook in that certain experience and how that experience made us as a person feel. Mm-hmm. It was sort of a like self-reflection thing as well as a reflection on what it was exactly that you did. Yeah. I know when I was a coordinator, there was often some confusion about keeping track of hours. And so some <laughs> students, how many more hours do I have to do? And I think uh, as I understand it and uh, here at Champlain and, and it's the way it's intended is that it's more about uh, accumulating these experiences and understanding how it affects you. Um, how do you think this will carry on? You mentioned earlier, Evan, about um, you know preparing you for the future. How mm-hmm. do you see these activities that you're doing now uh, in CAS um, continuing in the, your future life, either in school, college, or even uh, as young adults? Yeah, so CAS has definitely made me, like, this this um, creativity project I'm doing for sewing this trimester has actually made me realize like it's a, it's actually a very enjoyable activity. It's definitely something that I'm going to pursue at least when I can or when I get the time in college. But it's definitely 
and with my extended essay with with IB, it's definitely given me some different ways of thinking about the way I spend my time. As with this year and my with my extended essay and my cast project, I realized that advocating for Native Americans is definitely something that. I enjoy to do. It's something that is important to me, and it's something that is important for the future of my culture. Very good. Thank you for doing that. Uh, and how about for you, Jinx? Yeah, I'd say that how CAS is working for us in the future is making sure that we have things that we enjoy that are important to us as we go into college. As for many college students, they end up just getting so overwhelmed by the work that they forget to go back to the things that they enjoy, which I think is why CAST is such a fundamental part of IB, because yes, it does focus on academics, but it also wants to make sure that we have that balance. Ooh, I love it. I, you got the word balance in there. That's always something we talk about as adults uh, when, we, when we bring up the idea of CAS. Um, I want to thank you guys for your time today. Is there any final thoughts or any uh, things that you want to say about CAS that... Uh, you want to make sure people hear? Yeah, I think CAS is, like, it's not necessarily something that, like, should be required for IB. Like, it helps you, like, kind of guide your life almost. Like, it, that well-roundedness is just important in your life, and CAS is just, like, a stepping stone towards your future. Excellent. Yeah, I'd say that I agree with that. That cast should less be an IB thing and more of a life thing as something that you should try and do actively in your life no matter where in life you are. Hi, and we're here uh, to continue our discussion about CAS. Uh, we're here, we thought, let's get a perspective of a diploma program coordinator. And we have one of the best with us today, <laughs> Ashley Brown from Champlain Park High School. And it's, uh, it's the students in her program that we're speaking to in this, uh, in this episode. Uh, Ashley, why don't you talk a little bit about the, what, you know, we heard, we're hearing from the students uh, what CAS is and what it means to them. You want to talk about CAS uh, from the perspective of a, a diploma program coordinator? Yeah, well, thank you, John. Uh, CAS, as the students have stated, is creativity, activity, and service. Um, and it's kind of the the little bit of outside of school expectations that IB would require and ask that our students are participating in. Um, we always say that we want our students to be academically challenged, but we also want them to be challenged as a whole person. And so the learner profile brings that in within the IB world, but um, so does this CAS experience. And so students who are uh, working on things in these areas definitely have to sometimes stretch themselves and sometimes students are already doing things in these areas and so it's not a whole lot extra to reflect on it and try to learn from it and grow from it um, but sometimes students do have to push themselves in one of the areas that they're not necessarily used to participating in and so by doing so they're learning a little bit more about themselves they're giving back to the community in some way and continuing to figure out what they're good at and what maybe they're not good at and what they like and what they don't like. And we always tell them that it's great as you're applying for jobs and going off to college to have a better understanding of who you are and what you enjoy doing um, so that you can make better decisions for your life. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and, and IB, is, especially the diploma program, is a bit notorious for um, being a very time-consuming program. And so this one of the things that I've always thought about, Cass, is that this is part of giving you some credit for the things you do outside of school and encouraging you to continue to be uh, engaged outside of school, not just an academic machine. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, any college application always has the, you know, what else are you doing? What clubs are you in? What sports are you in? What organizations are you volunteering with or doing things with? And of course, um, colleges love that. And so this definitely just kind of holds accountability to that within the IB program and pushes students to do that if they're not already doing it. Yeah, it's one of the things that makes IB and the diploma program in particular pretty unique. Um, you want to talk a little bit about the administration of it? How do you kind of help students here? How do you keep track, if you will? And how do you um, start the process so that students know that this is one of the things they should be doing? Yeah, all schools are kind of required to have a CAS coordinator. Um, and what that looks like at every school looks very different. We're, com- we're really blessed at our school to have an amazing CAS coordinator um, who does um, meet with every student multiple times through the year and is able to kind of um, follow th- through with them to help them complete the things and call them in and hold them accountable when they're not completing the things and mm-hmm. help them find things to meet the specific requirements if they're having trouble with that. And so we've kind of put funding towards a position that does that along with our service learning and the career program. And so um, we're very lucky to have that. Other schools I know have used a teacher to pay them additional funds or to take them out of a class one period a day to be able to do some of this work. I know a lot of schools, the IB coordinator, diploma coordinator actually does the work themselves and um, is in charge of meeting this goal and helping students meet this goal um, as a program. So it really just depends on the school. And so I think it definitely is an administration thing of kind of We don't want it to feel like we're checking a box. We don't want it to feel like it doesn't matter for our students because it really does. And we feel like they do really grow and learn through this experience. Um, But it is extra. And so it is definitely something that um, we want to educate them on, encourage them through and help them to reflect on what they're learning and how it is beneficial to them as well. And that does take time and it takes somebody to do Mm -hmm. that piece of it. So many times they're involved uh, in these activities or in these uh, uh, service work uh, opportunities that they have with an adult from outside the school, um, whether it be a coach or, say, an advisor or uh, a religious leader or whatever. What um, what kind of connection do you have with those, uh, those folks that the students interact with? The students um, have to have somebody who is advising them um, or kind of checking the box that they've done the things they said they've done. And so there's different programs that can help manage that kind of check off and those, um, those check-ins with those people. We just use a Google Classroom at our school um, to be able to do that. And so students kind of say, here's, here's who it is. And so we can always email them or call them to kind of double check that this is truly what the student's been doing. Um, but as far as like those additional relationships, um, you know, we've built some relationships with teachers or um, community members who have done a lot of things with our students, but it really ends up being the individual students and 
who their, you know, their coaches are always different or the advisors for clubs always change. And so we don't have a ton of one-on-one relationships um, with those. We work closely with like our Leo club who does a lot of our volunteer stuff here at school. A lot of our students are also involved in our NHS club. And so we'll, um, we'll, you know, work with them um, to make sure that our students are meeting requirements of all the different areas as well. Great. Thanks, Ashley. That'll help us uh, kind of fill out some of the background um, in how CAS works. Appreciate it. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Hi, we're back with a couple more students from Chaplin Park High School. And uh, we have Lolu and Audrey here, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, We're, again, talking about CAS. And uh, why don't we start with Lolu? Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us your name and a little bit, you know, what year you are in school and maybe if you have any plans for after high school, what those plans might include. Hi, I'm Lolu Ogunleya. I am a senior at Champlain Park High School. And right now, my plans for after um, high school is to go to college and I'm working on my applications right now. Excellent. Uh, Where are you planning to uh, apply? Uh, my top school right now is Columbia. Okay. Um, go ahead, Audrey. Um, hello, my name is Audrey Mochama. Um, I am a senior at Champlain Park High School, and my plans for after high school is to go to college. Um, I would like to go to, like, USC or Columbia, and I want to go into law and study that. Okay, very good. Um, so we're here talking about CAS today, and uh, why don't we just, for the uh, sake of the audience, hear a little bit more about like what is CAS and uh, and what what kind of activities have you participated in? So let's why don't we start with Lolu? So CAS is basically part of the IB diploma program, and each trimester, which we do trimesters here, so each trimester we're supposed to do. Um, something under the category of um, creativity, activity, or service, and you choose one per try. Um, I remember last year I made, um, for creativity, I did an, I knitted some plastic bags for homeless shelters. You knitted plastic bags? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever heard of knitting plastic bags. Yeah, they're like these um, these mats that you can make for homeless people to like lay lay down on oh. rather than the ground. So I oh, made. I see. So you take plastic bags and knit them together. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Audrey, why don't you talk a little bit about it for you? Yeah, I think it's also doing something for like something that you can get an outcome out of. Mm-hmm. So for me, I wanted to do more cooking and that's what I did for uh, last year. And I try to like go outside of my comfort zone and you know make recipes that I'm not used to and cook more often so I can like be more independent and that was for I believe creativity or is it activity one of those learning outcomes well it's true that a lot of activities or things that you do for CAS can can go in different areas depending on what they are so who did Mm -hmm. you cook for uh, for my family and myself. Okay. Uh, but there are times where I just cook for myself instead of depending on, like, my mom or dad. Sure. And you mentioned mm-hmm. the kind of uh, reaching out, going beyond your comfort zone. What what kind mm-hmm. of foods or what kind of cooking was uh, uh, new to you or, or stretched you? Well, there were some that, like, I have traditional food that I knew, but there were some things that, like, maybe I would order at a restaurant, um, per- particularly, like, chicken teriyaki. Like, I 
like looking back now it was pretty simple to make but i never really went for it because i was like oh i can just get at the restaurant or you know i didn't know that i can just make it at home and have it just as good as getting it at the restaurant so i would try to make things that i enjoy and love but if i make it at home i can be able to control like some of the portion sizes and the amount of salt and oil that is used sure so there's a lot of there's some science involved in, in no. cooking yeah. sure yeah i was a chemistry teacher so i kind of like that idea of you know mm-hmm. th- there's some chemistry a lot of chemistry in cooking mm-hmm. uh lolu so one of the things that we do is uh in the activity realm what uh, what were some of the activities that you did in cas so last year one of the things i did for activity was um i played volleyball so i did sport um, and this year, I plan on doing track for my activity. So, yeah, I usually do sports for those okay. kind of things. And what, what activities do you do in, in track? Um, I, I run 300-meter um, hurdles. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, do your shins show it? Yes. Yeah. It's, I'm always scared when I watch uh, hurdles because it's typically, uh, oh, please don't hit your shins, please don't hit your shins. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. So now when you uh, do these activities, like, for example, with your um, let's just use the the you said volleyball was the other one. Uh, do you need to work with your coach? Does your coach know have to know something about cast for you to get credit for that time that you spend? Um, not really. I would say it's more of like your own time to work on those learning outcomes that you said that you're working towards. Like if you're working on um, doing something to help your community, um, maybe that might be stepping up for a leadership position in inside of volleyball. Okay. So you're not just uh, like, I think CAST kind of encourages you to go beyond being a participant to actually finding more leadership if you can. Yes, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Not every, uh, not every, <laughs> Opportunity in you know allows every, not everyone can be a leader. Let's put it that way, and and so sometimes you can't, but it does encourage you to do that. So Audrey, when you um, complete an activity in CAS, what what are you, what are you required to do, or what do you need to do to to demonstrate you've done it? Um, you need to show evidence, like a video or a picture, it can even be like a signature, and you need to also like fill out a form saying your learning outcomes and you know what you've gained from the experience how long you've been doing it if you reached your goals those kinds of things mm-hmm. yeah so what are some of the kind of things you can either one of you can talk about is what are the things that you uh, gained from the experiences were there things that you were a little surprised by or or what were things that you learned from participating in your cast activities um i can answer that one um one of the things I kind of found is that you can go into one of the like experiences that you um, set out to do, like activity, for example, and you can put down some learning outcomes that you think that you might reach. But in the end, you can look back and it usually fits like a lot of them. And just doing that reflective process to see like what kind of impact you made or impact it had on you personally. Personally, You can even like get more than you thought you would get out of it. And... Some some of those experience like like I said with the cooking, it kind of became like something that I still instilled to this day. Like now, I enjoy cooking for myself, and I enjoy that aspect of being um, disciplined and independent. And when you're doing the cast project, like for you know however long, you kind of just instill those. 
um, outcomes and goals into your daily life sometimes with these. So, yeah, I think it's, I always think I, I was a coordinator at one time, a DP coordinator at one time, and I always felt like that was one of the little sneaky things about CAS is that um, you found out things that you didn't expect to find out, and it's kind of a they get you thinking about, oh, that's something I could continue doing. When you think of your future, um, how do you think CAS is going to uh, resonate for you or, or have any ripple effect for you in the future? You kind of talked about that already. but mm-hmm. uh, Well, I think for me, since like being in the IB diploma program, it's very like course load heavy. So yeah. I guess for just CAS allows me to remember that I can do other kind of things. Like I get to do volunteering just do creative stuff in general or even play sports. So I guess it, for me, it's just to help me like remember that school isn't everything and I can do other things too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. There is something I wanted to ask you about both of you. That one of the requirements of CAS is that you do a CAS project. Do you want to talk yeah, a little bit about what a CAS project is and maybe tell us about each of your projects? Well, for me, I did mine on ableism. Um, I did a poster and kind of explained the you know, day-to-day bias and prejudice that disabled people face on a day-to-day basis and how we can, you know, recognize that and try to, you know, do better. Because a lot of people, uh, a lot of my peers didn't know what it was. Some did, but, like, they didn't dive in deep. And I think doing that project, I, I was just presenting it at lunch for like people to read and I gave out candy but um, having the opportunity to educate people on that like kind of I mean it was it was I was doing a service to others but it was also a service to myself because I enjoyed providing people with that knowledge and helping them learn something new and I think in the future that would be helpful for me planning like how I can do service to my community mm-hmm. And how I can advocate for others, even though, like, I'm not disabled myself. But when I see things that um, other people have tried to voice, but they don't get recognized for it, I can, you know, take the privilege that I may have and, like, try to um, advocate for others, even though if it doesn't benefit me at all. What was the specifics of that project? Uh, did you mm-hmm. um, do hand out information or did you participate in something? Yeah, I handed out cards that said like where people can donate to because a lot of disabled people don't have um, like public accessibility to things and a lot of them don't have as many job opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the infrastructure, like it's not really you know accessible in a way. So... I wanted to help um, our students uh, here at Champlain Park like recognize those things that you don't think about on a day-to-day basis. And I give like a great example of like our lunchroom. We have a ramp, but everyone is able to use it. Like you can mm-hmm. go up the ramp even if you're not disabled. And disabled people like with a wheelchair are able to go up on it. So it's those things that you know it doesn't take too much to do if you're including everybody in it um and it may be cost effect like it may be cost a lot but you're helping everybody in a way thank you alola what do you do for your project or have you done it yet 
I, I started my project, so okay. I'm in the process of still like creating it. But um, I chose to do some um, bookmarks, and it kind of ties in like that creative aspect um, to give me a creative out- outlook and stuff. So I um, so the bookmarks that I made, they're like kind of corner bookmarks, and I kind of just turned it into like an arts and craft project. And it did take it takes a lot of time to make mm-hmm. that. So I actually um, coordinated with um, one of my advisors because I'm the um, vice president of NHS, which is a volunteer organiza- organization. And um, we turned it into a service project so that other students can help out making those bookmarks. And um, I plan to give them to an elementary school. Oh, great, great. And mm-hmm. what of the 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 bookmarks will be promoting what? It's not really promoting anything. It's just for um, like younger students because I think of kind of things like that I would have been like really excited to get yeah. while I, when I was in elementary school. So yeah, I thought it was kind of cool yeah. and something I could give out and <laughs> something that the, one of the big kids thought about to give them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun when you become the big kid, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't feel very big, but I guess I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's that's great. Uh, is there any, yeah? Thanks for your time, you both of you. Is there anything else that you want to add to the uh, uh, to the story about Cass for you uh, for our listeners? I mean, my advice would be to just have fun with it. Like I enjoy doing art, so I put that in my project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Cass project has a lot to do with like individuality, and there's really no pressure. But it's really what you gain out of it. Like you know how you perceive it and how you take it is what you'll gain from it so well good well thanks again i really appreciate you coming in and visiting with us and sharing your story with the world thank you You thank you you can learn more about cast and other aspects of the ib diploma program and the ib pre-k to 12 continuum of education using links in our podcast notes as well as on the ib website at ibo.org Now that we have over 110 IB Matters episodes covering a range of subjects, you can use our podcast webpage, which is organized by program and by topic. The link to the website is in our podcast notes. Please find all of our episodes wherever you get your podcasts and hit subscribe so you don't miss any future programs. Join our over 4,000 followers on Twitter, now known as X, at MattersIB. And also help us spread the word about IB by liking, sharing, and reviewing the IB Matters links in your own feeds and social networks. In our time on the air, we have been heard in over 160 countries, a testament to the global reach of the IB.